What's up, everybody? My name is Jeffrey Way. Welcome back to the Laracast Snippet. Uh, if you're a regular listener, you'll know that most episodes revolve around a central idea, something I'm thinking about at that point in time. But let's not do that today. Let's make it more of a stream of consciousness. Just w- what's going on in my world, uh, something a bit more personal. Uh, at the moment, I'm working on, it's a fairly big project. It's a, it's a big refresh of Laracast. I'm hoping to get out the door uh, at some point this this year, and it's coming along so good. I'm, I'm very excited about it. And th- not even complimenting myself here, uh, the the designer I'm working with, the UI guy, uh, his name is Adrian. He's one of the first people I've worked with where everything he submits looks amazing. You, you know, it, it's always tough when you work with somebody and they submit something, and your first thought is, okay, we're going to have to go a few rounds to get this where we want. But he's one of the first people I've worked with where he'll submit something, and it's just perfect, exactly what I would want. Uh, so I'm very thankful for that. And it, it makes me go faster because I'll see this UI design he submitted uh, in an app we use called Marvel. And instantly, I just want to I want to convert that to HTML and CSS as quickly as I can just to, to get it working. Uh, and I've now officially hit that point where the current UI for Laracast makes me cringe. And it's, it's amazing how that happens because two years ago, I thought it looked really good. Uh, now it makes me cringe. The, the forum specifically, if you go to laracast.com slash discuss at some point, uh, ideally before the new UI is out. Actually, let's do it together. laracast.com slash discuss. Um, it's, it's fine. That's the most I can say about it. Is there's, nothing, there's nothing overly wrong. You know, the lines, the lines are there. Everything lines up. It's, o- it's okay. Uh, but if I now switch to, I only get to do this privately. Sorry, you don't get to see this. If I go to laracast.test slash discuss, it's, it's night and day. It's so much cleaner. Uh, and, and it's fun for me. I get to be kind of a student here because I'm not a designer. You know, my instincts just aren't there. But it's fun for me to see what I came up with, which is what you're on right now, laracast.com slash discuss, and uh, how he took the basic skin I had there and just made it infinitely better. And so often what it is, it's it's amazing. There's just so much more white space. Uh, developers, we have trouble with this. We've heard it over and over that white space is your friend. And I know that. I've heard it. And it's still hard to embrace. You always feel like, eh, I think I need a border around here. You know, it's almost like you're not confident enough in your own ideas. So you think, ah, oh, we need to we need to make these divisions more clear. So we need a border below this, and we need uh, we need a different background color for this central area to make it clear. Uh, and before you know it, you just ruin uh, the UI. So when I look at what I have versus what he had, it's very different. Uh, but specifically, things like uh, uh, borders have been removed almost entirely. So if you look on the side below every conversation excerpt, there's a little gray border. Uh, I thought that looked good, but now I look at the the new version that doesn't have it, and it's amazing. Just the the absence of that makes everything cleaner. Just little little things like that, just slightly better buttons, more modern, better coloring. Uh, it, it's it's night and day. So I'm very excited about that. It's a big project I'm working on. Uh, I'm I'm trying to dedicate a couple hours every single day, and that's may not sound like much to you, but it's about as much as I can. Uh, dedicate to it because the rest of the day, you know, I have to do content on the site. I have to do managerial type administrative boring shit, <laughs> to be honest. But it's just something you got to do. But nonetheless, I look forward to those two hours every day. And actually, on that note, let, let's swipe over to uh, to that. It's funny with um, when you run a business, even a small business like mine, you know, I'm not responsible for the livelihoods of 30 different people. But even at my level where 
you are responsible for your income and you alone decide when you work and how you work and how long, it's a tricky thing because you would think, well, you're in control of your life. You can do whatever you want. If you want to go to a movie theater in the middle of the day, you can do that. And I think you'll find most people uh, in similar situations, you just don't. Uh, you're, you're dealing with uh, these uh, self-imposed uh, barriers and restrictions that, that kind of keep you from doing it. So, uh, you know, if I compare my life and my job now to 20, 15, 20 years ago uh, when I would deliver pizza, it's, 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 it's a funny thing because back then that job was in many ways more tiring and more uh, stressful, but in different ways versus uh, my current job where I make my hours. I wake up when I need to. I work as long as I need to. Uh, yet I work far harder today than I did back then, but it's a different thing. Uh, when I would deliver pizza as a teenager, you know, I, I would get to, um, or in college, I'd get to work at nine and I would leave around 8 p.m. That's kind of, that would be that day shift. You know, you set up, um, you do all the prep work where you're cutting onions and all that stuff. Then you go through the lunch rush. And then usually, you know, with most jobs, you leave around five, but that's when the dinner rush starts picking up. So usually the delivery drivers will work through the dinner rush and leave after that, which is around eight. Uh, so it's funny because that would wear me out beyond belief. But the benefit to a job like that and any job like that is once you're out the door, you're done. You do not think about it again. And that is, you don't realize it, but that is such a, a perk. And you know why the manager or the owner there makes way more money than you do as the delivery driver? It's not only because you are limited uh, responsibility in the company, but it's also that when you leave, you're done. When they leave and when they go home, they bring it with them. And that naturally demands and requires a lot more compensation. Whereas with, um, with Laracast and with, with my business, uh, I don't ever get to leave it. I think about it literally constantly to the point of, you know, if I wake up at four in the morning and I can't sleep and I look at my phone, oh, somebody's spamming the forum or somebody uh, wants to, to partner up for this. It's always coming into your home. You let it into your home uh, every single minute. Uh, and, and that's where you really have to do your best to create restrictions, whether it's, okay, when I'm, when I'm in this room is when I'm working. And when I leave that room, I'm not working. Uh, those are things you have. And a lot of people take it as far as, well, I don't really need an office outside the home, but I do because it helps me mentally deal with the fact that I can't just be working constantly. You have to have time set aside for work and time set aside for family. So some people will do that. But yeah, it's, it's very interesting to me how something as simple as delivering pizza can stress you out because you're running as fast as you can and there's a hundred orders on the screen and you got to get those done. Um, and it can tire you out because you're going nonstop. That wears you out. Uh, and I don't feel that today. I just feel completely different things. I feel the stress of everything uh, being on my shoulders because nobody else is going to to do it. it. It has to be me. So if I don't answer that email over the weekend, fine, but you have to answer it on Monday. And that's, an, that's another three or four days they have to wait for a response. So there's always that temptation of, okay, well, I'm just going to do a little bit of work to catch up here. And you always feel like you're perpetually uh, in a state of catching up. Anyways, what else is going on here? Let me see what tabs I have open, um, if there's anything interesting. Uh, one thing is when I, when I work on 
uh, when I'm when I'm working on this refresh, you know, everyone. Sometimes I think developers are are all too cool for me. They're all into uh, electronic music, and I'm just not. Uh, I'll, I'll end up turning on dorky stuff like um, the, the Metroid soundtrack. Here, let's see if we can pull this up. Do we have any uh, Super Metroid fans in the audience? Actually, it's, <laughs> it's, it sounds so ominous here. If you played um, Super Metroid growing up, uh, if, you're, if you're in your 30s, you probably did. If you, if you played Super Nintendo growing up, uh, I have a, a strong affection for some of that old music. Um, yeah, and, and I end up listening to stuff like that. I have a coding playlist on YouTube where it's just random, stupid, uh, retro stuff like that. And I'll just listen to it on, on repeat over and over. I don't have any of these uh, techno or electronic Spotify playlists. Um, not for me. All right, what else? What do I have open? All right, we have Twitter open. This is actually a rarity these days. I'm doing my best to taper off uh, social media across the board, and it's actually going very well. I'm, I'm noticing significant improvements. So uh, I think I had an episode months ago dedicated to this, but a quick recap, uh, some things I've done. Uh, first, on your phone, you have to get rid of the dedicated apps. So if it's Twitter or Telegram, or, or whatever you use, Facebook, Instagram, you delete those apps entirely because those little unread notification counters that show up over the app, you're not strong enough to ignore that. So if you see Twitter with 12 on top of it, that means 12 people uh, are talking to you. It's very, very difficult to just say, eh, I'll look at that next week. You know, you're, you're going to do it immediately, right? And it may sound like, well, what's the problem with that? If you had a missed phone call, you would check as well. Uh, and I get it, but it's once again whether it's an issue for you. And I found that for me it was an issue because I couldn't not check. And I wouldn't even call myself addicted. Nobody, I don't think anyone addicted to anything would would say they're addicted. They just wouldn't. I'm not addicted to Twitter. I just check it often. And when I get in the car, I check it. Or when I, uh, before I go to bed, I might check it. But I'm not addicted. I'm just checking it every couple hours Um but I'm not addicted, right? Well, maybe you are. Maybe all of us are. I was watching some YouTube video with, uh, I can't remember what it was in reference to, but it was, uh, who popped up? It was it was Denzel Washington, and he was talking about it. He's not a fan of social media. And he said something like, oh, you're not addicted. Okay, okay, don't use it for a week. And the person was silent, and he started laughing, because it is true. Like, okay, if you're not addicted... Just don't don't use social media for the next week and let's see how it goes. And I think you'll find very quickly that's weirdly very, very difficult, which to me is a very clear sign. Yes, you're you're addicted. It's not good. Uh, Yes, you're just reading notifications, but then you might also find yourself checking for notifications even when you haven't been alerted of them. You're just giving it a quick refresh. Once again, it's it's getting that those little uh, pumps of dopamine going. So what have I been doing to help with this? Uh, again, I deleted the uh, the apps from my phone. So now when I'm out, if if you need to go to Twitter or something, you have to open up Safari and go to Twitter.com. And even if you have to sign in, I think that helps because you're basically adding these little barriers between you and that. It's like a way of tapering off. Yeah, if you want to look at this, all right, well, you have to open up Safari. You have to go to that page. You have to log in and then you can do it versus being able to um, see a notification bubble over an app that you can quickly open, things like that. You're just slowly distancing yourself. Uh, other things I've done, um, Facebook I deleted entirely. 
honestly, uh, not for, for reasons related to security. I know there's like a mass exodus from Facebook due to security, but ironically, they're still on Instagram, even though they're owned by the same company. Uh, but no, it, it's nothing like that. I do think that's a big concern, but it was more, I think Facebook is kind of a breeding ground for negativity and fighting. And I, I started thinking, my my life hasn't improved uh, as a result of using Facebook. If anything, it's actually gotten worse. I think as it relates to family, especially, it gives you permission to maybe say or do things that you wouldn't do in person, and it can create weirdness. I've heard of so many um, examples of people having weirdness with their families on social media or fighting, or somebody did something that the other saw and they didn't do it to so-and-so. And, you know, there's family dynamics are the weirdest thing. And I want to believe it's just my family, but I don't, I don't think that's true. I've never had a close friend who, uh, who didn't at some point confide in me and I learn, oh, they have their own crap too that they have to deal with. I think everyone does. So yeah, I deleted Facebook. I don't, I don't use most of the other apps. Like I don't use Instagram. Um, I check my wife's Instagram page every once in a while, but that's about, I check my, this is so weird. I check my wife and I check Sylvester Stallone's Instagram and that's it. It's so funny. It's completely um, to random. I check his Instagram because he's working on Creed 2 and I'm a huge Rocky fan. So I always want to see if there's any updates on that, but, but that's it. So my wife and Sly Stallone and that's it. Um, there's your weirdness of the day. What else? So, so for Twitter, um, another thing I've done for Twitter is, uh, I, you know what I, you know what I hate? I hate when people advertise on Twitter that they're unfollowing everyone. Uh, so, so they'll do some tweet like, just so you know, I'm going to be cleaning up house a little bit, and my apologies if I happen to unfollow you. You, you know, you've seen this over and over. It's so vain because you know the goal is for everyone to immediately check to see, hmm, was I unfollowed or not? Uh, I just feel like it's it's a vanity thing. I think about vanity a lot, uh, even even myself. When when I when I go to tweet something, I think, am I doing this for any other reason than some weird sense of vanity, or you want validation, or you want to um, ad- advertise to others? Uh, I, I notice this a lot where people will tweet. It's this uh, sanctimonious crap where you need to advertise to all of your followers just how morally superior you are to to everyone else kind of drives me nuts, honestly. And I, I worry about that with myself often. Like, am I doing this for a good reason just to share something funny? Or am I doing it uh, for for some sense of vanity, some sense of uh, validation? I worry about that a lot. Anyways, I'm not going to tweet about it, but but one thing I have done is, is try to, um, to find which people in my feed take up the most space. Like there are certain people that will tweet once a month and there are people where you will get a dozen tweets a day. And I think it does help to kind of minimize your feed by targeting, all right, who who are the most active people that I don't really, I don't have any issue with them, but I don't benefit that much. And then you, um, if you don't want to unfollow them, I, I notice that a lot. Like you don't want to, you don't want anyone to feel like you don't like them. Uh, so it can be useful to just mute them. It sounds mean, but it's just a way to minimize your feed so that every five minutes, uh, you're not in a position where a refresh of Twitter gives you an entirely new stream of uh, content. You're, you're minimizing the amount of content is basically what it boils down to. So now I've gotten to a point where, you know, sometimes a few hours will go by and if I hit refresh, not much has changed. And that's a good thing. You you want to get to the point where, uh, ideally for me, like it, it, even if I checked it once at lunch, you know, it, it's that would be fine. The equivalent of flipping through a magazine at lunch. That, that's my goal is to get to a point where it's like, okay, five, 10 minutes when you're tired and 
you want to zone out for a little bit. Anyways, it's going well. One thing I have found, uh, going back to the vanity thing, is uh, lately the number of tweets I write and then delete is far more than the ones I actually post. I'm trying to embrace this idea of like, if, if you don't have, and this sounds like grandmother uh, advice, but like if you don't have anything nice or positive to share, then just don't do it. It's easy to fall down that rabbit hole of, of constantly being negative or judgment or uh, demeaning of others or shaming of others for, for thinking differently than you. It's very easy to fall into that rabbit hole because when you do it, when you, when you take a, a morally superior stance where you condemn uh, all of these people over here, well, all the people on your side are going to, to like your reply and share it and give you lots of feedback and build you up. That's what everyone is addicted to, those likes and those retweets and the validation, confirming that, that you're not a dummy. You're, you're in fact, saying um, thoughtful, enlightened things that nobody else thought of. But what, what's, what's unfortunate is that may not always be true. Maybe they're just liking your thing so that you'll go and like their thing, and they don't really care what you say. They care what they say, and they just want to increase the odds that you're going to return the favor. Uh, so it's a very interesting thing. Am I overthinking this? Maybe maybe I am, um, but but uh, it's something I think about. What else is going on? I'm just going through um, from from. I was on vacation last week, so I have Safari open with 30 tabs, just seeing what I've been up to. YouTube. Okay, so I've been watching the uh, the Karate Kid. What's it, the new YouTube uh, Karate Kid show? It's called Cobra Kai. It starts out a little painful, where it's like, oh no, this doesn't feel anything like the movie. Uh, it does get better. Uh, so, so if you have any affection for the original Karate Kid movies, uh, you absolutely need to watch it. If you have no affection for it, then I think you're going to think it's the cheesiest thing. Oh, there, there's this one scene in, uh, I think it's episode three, where, where Daniel does a roundhouse kick, uh, and he kicks um, a, a coffee cup out of a guy's hands. But that doesn't sound bad, but in, in the setting with the drama and the music they put into it, it's kind of painful. But it does get significantly uh, it gets significantly better uh, if you're into that sort of thing. I have two episodes left. I've saved the final two because when I watch it, I want uh, alone time. I don't want my uh, my kid uh, jumping on my shoulders every second. I, I want a, a beer or something. I, I want to fully enjoy the final hour. Uh, <laughs> you could say I'm setting the mood to finish up Karate Kid, which uh, just saying it, uh, I want to kick my own ass. Anyways, uh, that, that's about it. What else is going on with me? Uh, lots of YouTube tabs here. I, I've really been getting back into guitar. I think I, I talked about this. It might have been a tweet a long time ago. But man, I, I wish I grew up as a kid today uh, learning how to play guitar because it's amazing the, the number of resources that are available entirely for free. Uh, I'm, I'm working on sweet picking right now. It's something I never got into when I was younger. And once again, because when you're younger, you you don't have access to the resources, short of finding somebody who knows how to do it, or or paying for some you know ninety nine dollar VHS tape where um some some rocker with thinning long hair uh, tells you how to do it. Uh, you just you didn't have that option, and and most guitar teachers aren't, aren't skilled to that extent. But now you go on YouTube, and you have the, these people on YouTube. It's funny, you know, uh, layman's will say things like, uh, Jimi Hendrix is the greatest guitar player of all time. And it's like, no, he should be respected for, for introducing a style and, and a feel that just hadn't been done before. But if you're talking about sheer technical ability, these uh, studio musicians, or even many of them are, are doing these videos on YouTube, they are unbelievable. They are like orders of magnitude beyond uh, any of the guitar players uh, I grew up listening to. Like I was a huge ACDC fan growing up. 
I still think Angus Young is, is my favorite guitar player of all time, stylistically, but technically not even, not even close. He doesn't even register uh, on the list. But of course, stylistically, uh, I would pick him or, or Billy Gibbons or, or David Gilmore over, over any of these people every day of the week, because that's what you actually care about is, is how they play the notes. But still, from a technical standpoint, it, it's really fun watching some of these guys and how ridiculous it is what they're able to do. Blows me away. All right, that's it today. Yeah, no discussion about code. It's Labor Day. We don't always have to talk about code. You burn out, you got to be careful. You can't always focus on one thing. You got to have time to, to, I think I spent too much of uh, my, my 20s focusing on code. And I, it, it has benefited me. Uh, but I think sometimes I did that at the expense of other hobbies and other things I enjoy. You got to be careful about that. All right, that's it. My name is Jeffrey Way with the Laircast Snippet. Next week or two weeks from now, I don't know how long it's going to be. Uh, we'll be back with something code specific. Uh, TBD. So I'll see you later. Bye.